right, all right. <clears throat> all right, all right, guys. Welcome back to the Dynasty Overload Podcast, the number one source for Dynasty information. Here we go. I'm joined by my co-host, Manny Chikuba and uh, D. Shilor. How you guys doing? Ready to go. Let's get it. Let's go. All right, so tonight we got a special show for you. Tonight we are going over the free agency moves um, that's been going on lately. So we're going to get right into it. Um, Mr. Manny is going to have our um, running backs. Mr. Shilor is going to cover our pass catches. And me, your boy, Razman, I'm going to cover these quarterbacks. All right. So we're going to start off with Mr. Shilor. What you got for us? All right. So the wide receiver pass catcher arena uh, is slow moving right now. Uh, but we definitely have some signings and definitely want to highlight it. I think the one that stands out the most is the Giants stealing away Darren Waller for just a third round pick um, and literally having him become their top receiving option for next year. Um, now, granted, uh, Waller's actually struggled to say he's healthy, but if he's healthy, he's a monster. And especially the way they're set up with the running game, kind of bringing back Daniel Jones, bringing back Saquon Barkley, having Darren Waller out there, another freakish athlete, another matchup nightmare in Brian Dayball's system, uh, can pay some tremendous dividends. So looking forward to that move. So that's the first one I wanted to kind of cover. Uh, did y'all have anything else that y'all wanted to drop in on, on the Darren Waller move? I, I think the, the Darren Waller move was great. Um, the Giants don't have any pass catching weapons, and he's automatically the wide receiver one right now. I hate that move. I think they wasted a third-round pick on the old guy. I understand that they want to win now, but I think the draft is heavy with with tight ends. I, to me, hey, just take another rookie tight end here. This is a great tight end draft here. I'm not sitting there saying that somebody's going to come in and be very productive, but I hate it. I would grab, I would have went for another pass catcher. That's me. Okay. Very cool, man. Thanks for that for the opinions. Always good to have that balance on all sides. Uh next one we want to hit to. Um, this one was actually predicted by the Raz man. Uh, me and Manny told him he was crazy. It's no way that the Jets go ahead and drop a bag out to Alan Lazard. And guess what? The Jets dropped a bag on Alan Lazard. Now, I don't like the move. But the word on the street is Mr. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet at some point. Just had to work out compensation. So uh, Alan Lazard goes in there, and now he potentially is, what, the wide receiver two now? Uh, he's definitely not going again ahead of Garrett Wilson, but maybe he becomes that wide receiver two. Definitely a big body. And what's underrated about him is he's a tremendous run blocker. So definitely opens up some opportunities there for Brees Hall in that run game, too. So I want to pass it out to you guys. How do y'all feel about Alan Lazard going hard to the Jets? Somebody call the cops. Somebody call the cops. Alan Lazard has just robbed the Jets at gunpoint. I mean, golly. We've been robbed. We've been robbed. (laughs) The Jets. They just, listen, silly moves, man. The Jets are going to jet it up. That's all I got. Look, I was shocked that Lazard got that kind of money. I don't think that Lazard is that good. Uh, I mean, they already had Lazard on the roster and Corey Davis, and now you go bring in another Corey Davis. Hey, it is what it is. Go Jets. Yeah. Uh, we'll quickly move on from that one. 
So next signing is going to be uh, Mr. Jacoby Myers leaving the Patriots and actually going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so very interesting, uh, getting reunited with former teammate uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I know we're going to have some some uh, additional commentary on that move. But more importantly, uh, reconnected with uh, Josh McDaniels, the coach who actually was his office coordinator in New England. Uh, so definitely a, a good slot there. And with Waller leaving, I think it definitely opens up some opportunity. My only problem with the move is that I think him and Hunter Renfro are the same guy. So I'm not sure how that's going to work, uh, but we know Devontae Adams is going to eat. So how do y'all feel about the move uh, with the Raiders bringing in Jacoby Myers? I like it. I think the three receivers they have play perfectly into what the quarterback can do, which is Jimmy G. These are possession receivers. Call Devontae Adams whatever you want to call him. He's a I think he's more of a possession receiver, but he can run every route. He can do anything that he wants to do. But these are three guys that are going to get open. And without Darren Waller, it just bodes well, man. It's it's just perfect. Five to ten yard passes from Jimmy G. You got three, you know, guys that can get open. I love it. Um, I feel bad for all the, the Myers owners, including myself. I believe this is a step back. I don't think that Myers is going to be terrible. I just don't think his upside is what it was with the Patriots. So I don't think he's a great receiver. I mean, maybe he'll prove me wrong. I don't understand what the Raiders are doing. I never do. So they know something I don't. Very cool. Appreciate that. Um, next one, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster leaving Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and finding himself basically replacing uh, Jacoby Myers in New England. Um, so how do y'all feel about that? Great move. This is good for uh, for Juju. Listen, good for Juju and Mac Jones. Mac Jones can't, is not throwing it too far. Juju's not going too far. These two guys were, were, were made in heaven for each other. This is going to be great. <laughs> hey, I agree with Raz. Look, Juju and Jacoby Myers, didn't I say Jacoby Myers possibly going to Kansas City? They're the same. I said <laughs> Juju and Jacoby Myers. Look, they both got the same amount of money. They both play the same. They're not fast. They get open. They're they're technicians. They're, you know, possession receivers. I love the move for my Mac Jones shares. I'm scared right now, but um, I still think they draft another guy in the draft. Very cool. Uh, and the last one I want to kind of hit in, um, the Carolina Panthers uh, made a move at tight end today and actually brought in uh, Mr. Hayden Hurst. Now, Hayden Hurst, former first-round pick from the Ravens, has actually bounced around to a couple of different teams at this point. But I think with the Carolina offense that's devoid of pass catchers, he might actually be a sneaky option. He's definitely an athletic tight end, a little older, but I think he has a potential to actually be a, a really good target for – uh, the incoming quarterback that's coming in. If not, even with the addition of the, another quarterback we're going to talk about today, um, I think he has an opportunity to actually be uh, a sneaky uh, tight end streamer, possibly actually sliding in on some bye weeks and actually making some noise. So I definitely like the signing for today. Uh, what do y'all think about Hayden Hurst to the Carolina Panthers? I kind of like it. Kind of like it. Hayden Hurst is a guy that I've always drafted um, late draft in startups last year and even the year before with the opportunity of him going somewhere. Goes to Cincinnati, didn't really work out too well. I think a young quarterback's best friend is a, is a tight end, so I think he's going to do well in Carolina. Meh. 
<laughs> That's some hard hitting analysis there. Thank you so much, Raz, man. <laughs> that concludes uh, my uh, updates on past schedules. That was some great analysis there by you. I want to pass it over to Manny to hear what we all want to talk about, which is the running back position. Yes, sir. So <clears throat> running backs, I've been waiting for this position for a while. We saw little moves like Boston Scott back, and I'm like, man, what is going on? So the biggest domino, not the biggest domino, a lot of these guys are, you know, decent guys. Oh, I did forget David Montgomery. Um, He signed with the Lions. That was a big one. I didn't have it on my list, but I just remembered. So David Montgomery to the Lions. We don't know what happens with Swift. What do you guys feel about Montgomery signing with the Lions? Give me, give me Montgomery. I'm loving Montgomery right now. I love that move. I love that that, that spot. Let's go. If I can, if I can trade for Montgomery right now, especially for the low, I, I'm I'm doing it. Um, I definitely echo those sentiments, man. David Montgomery is a guy that has three down potential. He can catch the ball. He can do the, everything that you need to get done. I think he's an upgrade over Jamal Williams. Um, and they actually reflected that in the salary. So as you're kind of looking at this, I think he is potentially, you know, the one a there. And now Swift becomes one B. Whereas I think originally the intent was for Swift to be one a and Jamal Williams to be one B, but because Swift can't ever stay healthy, Give me all of the David Montgomery I can get my hands on. I definitely love the guy. Definitely think he has a lot of potential, um, and especially in that offense, I think he's about to kill. I love it. I mean, your perfect point, he he does have three-down potential, and that's something that is going to bode well for them, especially with Swift continuing to, to be hurt. Um, another move was Alexander Madison agrees to resign with the Vikings, a two-year deal. We don't know what happens with Dolphin Cook. We don't know if Madison can get a bigger role this year. How did you guys feel about Madison signing with the Vikings? Do we know what is what the numbers were? I believe it was like four million a year, something like that. Eight million uh, for two years. Well, I think he's the. I think he's the, the in the lead to be the starter, and if that's the case, and I love it. Yeah, I would just jump in with that. I think Dalvin Cook is definitely a candidate to be a June 1 cut. Um, but potentially, even if he's not cut, there's been some rumblings that he may not actually be on the move on the trade market. And if he gets traded, Alexander Madison to the moon. He knows the system. He knows the offense. He knows everything that's going on. Uh, when he comes in, you can definitely see that he has the, the potential to be a really good lead back. So if you can buy him low right now, still get him for that third-round pick, I would definitely grab that because that's exactly what third round picks are for. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I would also add that they're probably going to draft somebody. So don't, don't trade for him. Like he was Dalvin cook. I would do that. Cool. Cool. Um, next guy on my list is Jamal Williams signs with the saints. It was a three year deal. Um, I love this move personally. I'm a big Jamal Williams guy and I had a trade for somebody today. They didn't take it. Now, after this has transpired, they're now coming back. Can't give you yesterday's price, man. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> how do y'all feel about this move? I love it. I love it. I, I think that um, especially with uh, the situation that uh, Kamara's going through, and honestly, Kamara's never really been the goal line back out there. So I believe this is a great move. Uh, Kamara's been declining, to be honest with you. Um, and I know that 
it seems like uh, the Saints are really trying to make some type of push out there. Even though I don't love their, their quarterback situation, I do think that the offense is going to move more. And I think that Williams is going to still get those goal line touches and, and all those, um, all of those, uh, you know, goal, goal to goal scores. So I'm loving it. I love it as well. Uh, I love it for a different reason. I love it because however this works out with Alvin Kamara, when they both are able to actually play together, this means that Alvin Kamara can actually be Alvin Kamara. Uh, Alvin Kamara does not need to be rushing the ball 20 times a game. He needs to be rushing the ball between 10 and 15 times a game and catching between five and eight hit passes. Like that's how he's best utilized. Um, and if, you know, Jamal Williams is Jamal Williams, then that allows him to actually do his thing and really be able to stay fresh and really kind of see, you know, maybe not vintage Kamara with all the touchdowns, but definitely a capable RB2 going forward. So love it. Oops, yeah, I love it too. And that's the exact same sentiments for me. Um, Alvin Kamara is a guy that doesn't need a lot of touches. I mean, he's a PPR king. So I, I expect him to continue if he can get by that legal stuff. Now, this next one, we're going to get by it really, really quick. One word that describes this. Um, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are back with Miami. but Trash. Yeah. And oh, you, Ashilor? Right. One, one word. Um, draft picks. Cool. And, um, yeah, that covers that. Um, <laughs> we go ahead and move on to the next one, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles signing Rashad Penny. When healthy, this guy is a cheat code. I actually love the move, even if he gives me just five games. But I am trying to sell ASAP, and I'm not buying for no more than 3-6 or 3-7. How you guys feel? Um, sneaky RB1 potential. If they can get him healthy in that offense with Jalen Hurts, he can kill. Um, just as a pure running back, I think he's better than Miles Sanders and what they had over there. Um, so I definitely love the signing for him. I think it's really great. Um, I would love to get my hands on some Rashad Penny, but like Manny, I'm not paying more than the third form at this point. Um, unless he's like part of a package, I get him and something else that I would actually do something else for, but definitely love the Rashad Penny signing. Um, I'm a, I'm a going to agree with both of you guys. I'm going to say, yes, he's a sneaky RB one, but I think he's also a glaring possible rb50 so i mean come on man don't pay more than a third for this guy <laughs> and don't let that third be like the something that you're dependent on if that's the case avoid this guy <laughs> i mean he only got like what two or three million it, it just doesn't scream we trust this guy so mm -hmm. i mean hey steer clear but if you if you have extra picks or something like that i, I would say that's a good good spot to look something you can waste all right, I got two more. Miles Sanders to the Panthers. I actually like this move. Um, they might stack the box against this guy, but I think Miles Sanders has receiving upside. He was just never used as a receiver on the Eagles. I think he was underutilized. They didn't use him correctly. And still the guy produced his best season this past year. Whatever quarterback they have is going to be checking down like crazy, and Miles Sanders has potential to be a top 15 back this season. How do you guys feel? So, listen, Miles Sanders is that dude. He just wouldn't get, get the opportunity in Philly. Um, and with him actually getting the payday that he got in Carolina, 
with the fact that we saw their O-line really be road graders toward the end of last season, I love the move for them. You're going to also be protected and covered by possibly getting a mobile quarterback in. If they go get them one of these mobile quarterbacks coming in, any one of the big three that we like coming out, I think it gives him tremendous opportunity and tremendous upside. And with limited weapons, he should be a monster in the passing game as well. As long as he can stay healthy, give me all of Miles Sanders. I've been hearing that Miles Sanders was going to be this was this great talent for all these years. Four years now. This guy's never finished with higher than RB14 in, in a PPR standings. I just I think we're going to get the guy we had before Hertz. I think I think Sanders is, is okay. I just don't think he's anything to be excited about. I think he's a an average back. I think that's what he's going to be in Carolina. Okay. We agree to you know. Agree yeah. to disagree. We got time. We'll fight you later, man. Bully you alone right now. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> next and the last person I have on my list is James Robinson. Uh, yeah, James Robinson signed with the Pats. I actually just traded James Robinson for 303 and 309. That was a trade that I can believe it. They sent me 303. I countered and added that 307 or 309, and then they took it. I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, how do you guys feel about James Robinson with the Pats? So um, um go ahead, Sheila. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I like James Robinson. Um, I don't think he's particularly talented, but these are the guys that's gonna be that week that you're not expecting anything to happen. That's when James Robinson's gonna go for three touchdowns in Bill Belichick's offense. And it's gonna drive you insane. Um, so it happens every year. He's now put himself in a situation to actually be that guy. So I'm definitely thinking that's gonna be what happens. But definitely still believe Ramon J. Stevenson is the guy over there. So, you know, good addition uh, for death purposes, but it's a lot of miles in that backfield. I agree. Rash? I don't think anything of it. I don't think James Robinson is uh, is going to do anything, honestly. I mean, but they, they love their backs over there. I think Ramon J. Stevenson is going to be the guy. I think everybody else is just cannon fodder. Cool, cool. And now I will turn it over to Rash for the mighty quarterback class. <clears throat> Okay, guys, somehow I got stuck with the long list here. We're going to go pretty fast and go through these guys. We're going to start off with somebody that I don't think is that great. Um, Tampa Bay uh, signed, uh, signed uh, Baker Mayfield. I think Baker is going to prove that he's um, the, the no good once again. You know, this time there won't be anybody to, to help him out. But uh, what say you? So give me Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They made Jameis Winston look amazing. When you have that kind of talent, I think it makes a big difference. They do need to fix the O-line, but it will be a competition. But if Baker Mayfield gets this job, then I think he definitely has some tremendous fantasy potential because I don't think that defense is very good, and I think they'll find themselves in a lot of shootouts in their division. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I don't know where they are on the draft order, but if they add a B. John Robinson to this crew, <laughs> Baker Mayfield will look amazing. Already, I like the Baker Mayfield move, especially for my Chris Godwin shares and my Mike Evans shares more so. I don't know what Baker does fantasy-wise, but in terms of the weapons, I'm in on the weapons. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna give everybody B. John uh, at some point. Uh let's go to uh we got Case Keenum in the, for the Texans. 
Um, one thing I think about Keenum is usually when he steps in, he does get points and stuff like that. He doesn't, he might not win the game, but he does, he knows how to throw the football. So I think Keenum for the Texans was better than what they had last year. What say you guys? Um, we're going to go two thumbs down with that. Uh, Case Keenum is trash. I think this might be a second or third time with the Texans already. He's literally going to be a guy that's out there. Okay. He needs to get cut. He did, you know, has some has some great days. You know, he, he did a good job in Minnesota. He had the little miracle play and everything else. But, you know, he's had his 15 minutes. He's done. Minnesota hey, here's a plot twist. The Texas number two quarterback is not on the roster yet, okay? They're going to draft a guy who's going to be their number one. Case Keenan was just there to mentor, and then by the time they're doing final cuts, he's gone, okay? Absolutely. I think the guy sucks. But he's a guy that I'm picking up just in case Absolutely. he starts three, four games. Sell him for a second, you know, if you can. If you can get a second for him, that's a great I'll move. sell him for a fourth, okay? That's how much I think of Case Keenum. I think he sucks. Oh, well. If he starts the season, hey, sell him for a second. Somebody needs a quarterback. All right, we got Jimmy G to the Raiders. I think Jimmy G is um, – more of the same that they had in Carr. Uh, I think he he might be a little bit better than Carr, but his uh, injury history is atrocious. What's that, you guys? His command of the offense is going to be next level. I think we saw that already with Josh Stidham last year. Um, you're going to see that again with him actually walking in. So he's going to be able to execute exactly what Josh McDaniel wants him to execute. But I would say this. If he doesn't pan out, Josh McDaniels needs to get fired at the end of the season. I agree. Um, Jimmy G, he's going to be better in real life than he than fantasy. Um, yeah. He's going to make these this offense move and tick. It might be the running back scoring the touchdowns. It might be a lot of field goals. But Jimmy G will be good in real life and not as good in fantasy. But I do like the move. He's a winner. I don't know how he wins. Some Somehow he always wins. Okay. Okay, so here's the big one, guys. We got Rodgers to the Jets. I'm not going to give commentary. I'm going to give it to you guys. So first on this one. Go ahead on. Um, Rodgers is a diva. I hope it works. With all the weapons he wants, I'm hoping they get that offensive line solid. We know Rodgers can ball. I don't know how long he's going to be there. (laughs) He might play one year and then he's out. But he's a big upgrade for every pass catching weapon that the Jets have. Brees Hall to the moon. Garrett Wilson to the moon. Elijah Morphy stays to the moon. Lazard is going to look great as a number two here, opposed to looking as opposed to being a number one in Green Bay. So definitely agree with all of the different sentiments there. Um, one of the things that I do like, I do like Rogers' mindset and his mentality. I got to take a listen to him on the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, he sounds like someone that's motivated. I think sometimes when you're in a situation and it becomes stale, we've seen this a lot of times with great quarterbacks. When they get a change of scenery, a new coach comes in, something new happens, you can actually maybe see vintage MVP Rodgers. And if you see that in the Jets, it's on. Garrett Wilson to the moon, et cetera, as Manny already so eloquently put it out there, I think he's going to do an amazing job there. I think he's focused and he's going to be dedicated to making it happen. I want to add one more small thing. By Tyler Conklin. He loves the tight end by Tyler now. Okay. I'm gonna add one thing. I wasn't gonna cut I wasn't gonna commentate. I think there's one thing you guys are missing. Um, the Jets 
always seem to have to jet it up. While I do think it's a great move to get a real franchise quarterback, I think it's crazy that you're getting somebody who said earlier um, that he was 90% retired. And then you are signing, making all these signings, doing all this stuff to grab uh, Mr. In the Darkness, 90% retired Aaron Rodgers. And I'm just like, hey, bro, did you guys get a guarantee that this guy was going to play at least two years? I mean, because you gave Lazard a four-year contract. So, I mean, how long is this guy actually playing? I mean, how did he go from being 90% retired one day to being, hey, sign Lazard for four years the next? I don't know what the Jets are doing. I, I do think it's a good move to bring Rodgers in. However, I think there's a reason that the Packers are trying to get rid of Rodgers and basically told him, hey, the door is closed. I think there's a reason. Yeah, I want to I want to jump in slightly on this. I, right. I think it's a big thing, right? You have to understand when you're looking at an all-time great. Like when you're looking at an all-time great, when he's out there, there's nobody that produces the way that he produces. And this isn't your same Jets franchise. Since they brought in a new GM, they literally hit on every draft pick they had last year. And with that, they actually have a legit defense. This is probably going to be the best defense Aaron Rodgers has ever had. In addition to that, they actually got first-round talent at wide receiver. They actually have a first-round talent at running back. Literally, all they have to do is make sure they can give them some protection, and this is on. So, you know, you might want to be slow on the train right now, but if you can grab your hands on some Aaron Rodgers, I would say go get them. Okay, let's move right on. Another one I want to put up, it's not a new guy in a new location, but this is him coming up. I want to bring up Love. I'm going to give it to you guys. Uh, Jordan Love is in a unique situation. Uh, he has some really big shoes to fill. But I love the fact that he was able to get developed over the last couple of years. So I think he walks in, he's going to have command of the offense. He's going to know what's going on. I think they do need to actually get him some additional help out there. But I love the infrastructure that they have. I think he needs one more receiver and possibly an upgraded tight end. And if he can get those things, I think he's set up to be successful. Now it's just a matter of him executing and operating with consistency. Man, Man Green Bay is not known for bringing in weapons. The guy... It's going to be there struggling. I hope he does well. I have a few shares, but if I can sell high, I'm telling you guys to sell high, sell now. You get any kind of first, I don't care if it's 116, 115, 118, sell, sell, sell. Okay, so let's let's move right along. Uh, I'm going to comment on that. Um, I think the Packers are going are gonna to change your mind on that. I do think that what they get from the Jets, they're going to actually use for offensive pieces uh, because they, I think they want to prove something to uh, Aaron Rodgers. All right. The next, the next ones, we're just going to go. I'm just going to call on guys. They're not big names. Um, Brissett. Manny, you want to talk about him? Brissett. Yeah. I think that Brissett it was an excellent signing. To me, I prefer Brissett over a guy like Taylor Heineke. Because he, he takes care of the ball. He takes care of the ball. He's a game manager. He's very smart. He's going to come in and really push Sam Howell. It's a, it's a true thing. Eric Bieniemy picked this guy. He didn't pick Sam Howell. So that's a slight little difference there. And if, if Brissett can grasp the offense faster, guess what? He starts the year as QB1. All right. Donald. So I'm going to Sam Donald. So I love... Uh, the landing spot going to San Francisco. 
Um, with uh, Trey Lance recovering from injury and Brock Purdy recovering from injury, there's a chance that Sam Darnold can actually be a day one starter. Uh, he never has really been put in a situation where he's around the office of genius. Um, and now he's going to be in that situation where he is. So uh, if you can grab real late, if he's on your waiver wires, I would definitely grab Sam Darnold as a stash and see what happens. All right, Manny, we got uh, Dalton for Carolina. Ooh. Man, I don't even know what Andy Dalton is doing there. Um, the only way he gets any burn this year is if Carolina miraculously drafts Anthony Richardson. If, if they do, Andy Dalton's going to play the whole season. <laughs> so um, he's a guy that you want to grab and stash. You just never know what happens. All right. And give me uh, talk about Heineke for Atlanta. She Laurel. So here's the deal, right? So this is Desmond Ritter's job to lose. Right. But what's interesting is Heineke is a guy that's going to put that pressure on. Similar to what you have with Brissett, um, I think you're going to actually see that same scenario in Atlanta. Um, because if Ritter's out there not doing his job, if he's out there, uh, I think that coach, Arthur Smith, is on the hot seat. You can actually see Taylor Heineke there. So if you actually have Desmond Ritter, I would say definitely grab Taylor Heineke uh, just so you can actually have the, the Atlanta quarterback for next year. I'm going to stop the music right there, and I want to comment real quick. Hey, listen, Desmond Ritter to the moon, baby. Heineken's trash. Let's go. And that's been another episode of Dynasty uh, um, Dynasty Overload, a fantasy podcast. Thanks for joining us. Good night.